0: Hello, my beautiful beans, and welcome back to another week of Licensed to Adult with me, your host, Shari Goody. In today's episode, we have part two of my chat with my dear friend, Rach, regarding gaslighting, And I do apologize for part one. Listening back to it, I realized that about 50% of it was just girly chit chat. But you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed that content. And in this episode, we're going to be going into a little bit more detail surrounding gaslighting and triggers and early warning signs. So hopefully you guys will get something out of that. Hopefully you've returned for part two as well. And please, as usual, guys, plug, plug, plug. Follow me on Instagram at licensedtoadult. I've been receiving a few DMs this week from new listeners and. And I fucking love it so much. So shout out to all you honeys out there. It just makes me so happy to know that people are enjoying this, basically, because honestly, I didn't know how this was going to turn out, me coming behind a microphone and kind of chatting shit and trying to be all wise and humble. But, you know, it's going good, guys. So let's keep up the flow and, you know, leave me a five star rating and review. We need to drown out the haters. And yeah, without further ado, let's get the fuck into it. Bartender? Bartender? First of all, guys, let's get into the week that was. So my brother turned 27. He's a couple years older than me. So we're actually both Pisces, which is probably why we get along so well. I like to say that he is the male version of me because we have a very similar personality, even though we look nothing alike. So shout out to him. It was super hard not being able to see him for his birthday. I haven't seen him in probably over... Two years, which has been very difficult because we are very close and I do miss him a lot. On top of that, it was also my brother's best mate's birthday, who I'm just going to refer to as B moving forward. And he had a party here in Perth. So obviously I attended and guys, it was so much fun, but there was a little bit of drama. So grab a bucket, grab a mop because I'm about to spill some serious fucking tea. First off, I ended up going by myself because my friend Rach was actually meant to come with me, but her ex-boyfriend, the one we were referring to in this episode, was actually in attendance, and she basically thought that it may not be the best idea for her to go, which totally understand and respect those are her boundaries, and that was totally fine with me. Also, I probably didn't think that one through because we knew that he would be there, and I asked her to come and do this gaslighting episode in the week that that was occurring. So... Not a smart move on my part. And it went really well, actually. I got to meet B's new girlfriend. We hit her off instantly. So it was really nice to be invited into her group of friends. And yeah, it was such a vibe. I made some new friends. So we love that. But B has a little brother who recently got a new girlfriend who's a little bit younger, which is fine. And, you know, she was fine. That's all I'm going to say on that. But basically, we decided that we were going to go out to the court shout out in Perth. And I'm not completely sure what happened yet. I haven't got the full story from B yet, but basically he was trying to get everyone organized to leave the house, and so there was quite a few Ubers happening. And we jumped in one, and then we'd heard that there'd been basically a kickoff, an argument between B's little brother and his new girlfriend, I think. And then by the sounds of it, other people got involved and it just kind of blew up from there. Unfortunately, it meant that B didn't actually end up coming, which was mega devastating considering it was his birthday and he was so excited to go out. That was a bit of a letdown for him, I think. But, you know, these things happen, especially when there's a lot of people and, you know, you're fueling everyone with alcohol. Anyway, so there was that. And then we got to the court and the line was fucking huge. I literally was so close to turning around and going home. I don't know if this is just me, but I don't do lines. I'm so fucking impatient. And also I sober up really quickly. I'm not sure if it's because I drink like a lot of alcohol when I go out. And then when I stop drinking, my body just like, I I don't know, I'm fucking too used to it or something. So by the time we got in, I was like kind of sober. So I was like, right, let's fucking go downing the tequila and lemonades. You know, your girl loves a little bit of tequila, a few margaritas here and there, or, you know, a whole bottle. So we got inside and basically I had been hooking up with one of the friends who was the same guy that I hooked up with on my birthday. It's kind of like an unspoken thing that we have. Whenever we're both in attendance to something and we're both there, we just kind of end up hooking up or hanging out and it's just it is what it is I don't know like it's just a casual thing that we have and we get on so yeah so that was kind of happening you know as we were hanging out with everyone and then we went down to have a dance and basically I went off with another guy and had like a little bit of a dance who I've met him before a couple of times, but we're not super close, but he was the only person like on the actual dance floor. And I just wanted to boogie. Like I fucking love just letting loose and yeah, having some fun. So we had like a nice little dance and it was cute and whatever. And then, you know, went back up and then kissed the guy that I had been hooking up with. And then the other guy that I was dancing with, I'm so sorry if this gets confusing, but I just, I don't want to use their names and I can't be fucked right now making up nicknames. So hopefully you guys can just fucking play along at home. So then the guy that I had been dancing with came up to me and was like, what's going on with you and so-and-so? And I said, nothing, what do you mean? He goes, oh, well, you look pretty cozy kind of thing. And I was like, oh, well, you know, when we're together, we just kind of gravitate towards each other. You know, we don't make a big deal out of it. So it is what it is. Yeah. Well, like, why are you asking? And he's just like, oh, because basically saying that he was interested in me and whatnot. And I just said, look, like he's an attractive guy. Like I think he's attractive for sure, but I would not hook up with someone after I'd been getting with somebody else all night, especially if that is their friend. Like, you know, we all went together. They knew each other. I thought they were friends. Uh, I'm not really sure how friendly they are now, but Yeah. So I was like, look, I'm not going to do that. You know, I've been hooking up with him all night. I'm not then going to turn around and hook up with you. Like that would be pretty dog. And then he's like, oh, like, does he own you? I'm like, bitch, please. Like nobody fucking owns me. You know what I mean? Like that's such a redundant question, but I was like, no, he doesn't. But like, you know, I just find that disrespectful and I'm not going to do that anyway. So it ended up turning into like a little bit of a thing and I felt really awkward about it. I've never been in like a a love triangle situation. Not saying that that's what it was, but yeah, I don't know, guys. It's been a minute. Like I'm not going to lie. It wasn't bad for the old self-confidence, but I did feel just like a little bit awkward because I felt like I was kind of being torn in like two directions, but I stayed true to my word because your girl always stays true. Yeah. Besides that, guys, that's pretty much all that's been happening with my week. I'm going to skip story time because that kind of was a little story time, and we've got a lot of content to get through in part two of this episode. So I won't hold you guys up any longer. Let's get into it. From, I guess, my point of view on this topic, I can't really sit here and say that I've been gaslit, which is also part of the reason why I wanted to get Rachel on because I wanted her to tell her experience. And hopefully that could like resonate with some of you guys at home. I have had some traumatic breakups and some very, very bad boyfriends. Like that could be a whole separate episode, honestly, like the Chronicles of My Exes, mental hospital, cheating, jail. Anyway, not my most recent one. My most recent one was an absolute doll and Nothing that I'm about to talk to is to do with him, so I just want to clear that up right now. So, yeah, I haven't had experience with being gaslit, but I definitely would say that I put up with some fucking toxic behaviour, and I'm not going to talk too much to it because it's not what the basis of this episode is about, but just be aware that, like, neither of these things are acceptable in a relationship, and I wish somebody had told me that when I was younger that I didn't have to put up with this because. I thought it was normal. Like um, one of my exes is the one who ended up going to jail. He played massive games with me, like massive head games. And not in the sense that he was manipulating me. He was just a fucking dickhead. I don't know what he's like now. I haven't seen t- him in a while. haven't seen him in a hot minute. I mean, he did go to jail for a bit. But um, he was, I don't think he was ready for a relationship. And I think that he just, yeah, didn't know how to deal with the commitment. Yeah. But yeah, he did A lot of things that I just put up with and we were casually seeing each other for a long time, maybe six months, and then officially dated for six months. And so about a year together-ish and never once said, I love you, ever, which is like mind boggling, right? Yeah, it's crazy. But it's because we are constantly doing this thing and I feel like a lot of young people get trapped in it, which is why I want to talk to it, of this playing games thing where your partner might not want to let you the full way in because they still want to have that control or they don't yeah. want you to they don't want to be vulnerable to you mm-hmm. or something like they don't want to hand that over yeah so it was this constant like being like the best person ever or the best partner ever and then going from that to like i don't know if i'm gonna make it to your birthday like what the fuck? Like
1: power plays yeah
0: yeah like power plays just like giving me everything and then being like oh fuck i've given her too much like pull back also i can stand here and say that i definitely was not in a good mental place i think i carried a lot of trauma from my first relationship mm-hmm. he tried to commit suicide and went to mental hospital for three months when i was 16 mm-hmm. so that really fucked me up course, and i don't think yeah. i've ever really until now deal with that yeah so i kind of took all this baggage into my other relationships which is why in my first episode i said don't go into a new relationship with baggage yeah um and so i'm by no means was the perfect girlfriend i absolutely was not um you know i definitely had my own issues i was dealing with but I also don't think that I deserve to get played games with. Like I'm very honest no, with no people. One does. And now if somebody was like to me, Oh, I don't know if I like you or not or I don't I don't know if I'm gonna make it to your birthday, I don't know if I can commit to this or whatever, I'd be like, Okay, bye. bye. You'd actually laugh now, you'd be like, It's right. laughable. No skin off my back. Literally it's fucking laughable. Now if someone did that, I'd be like, Okay, cool. Like you're missing out. Like yeah. I'm great, fuck you. Like We're gonna have a great time. Yeah, why like why would you fight for somebody that doesn't want to be with you. Oh, I know. Like, if someone doesn't want to be with you, like, fine. then fine. There is someone move out on.
1: There who literally? <laughs> there's 7 billion people in this world. Like,
0: you know? Yeah. That so, person is your, not your last Literally, Literally. So, yeah, just be aware. Of it. Don't let somebody play games with you. Like, if somebody is not willing to be open and honest and tell you how they feel and tell you that you want them, then it's a sign of immaturity mm-hmm. because I don't, the people that I've been meeting recently who are maybe a bit older, that it's like, yeah, you know what? I like you. I want to take you out on a date. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm like, yes, cool. Great. Awesome. It's like at the We're end communicating. of the day, who can be bothered?
1: Exactly. Like now we work full time. These like, head games are fucked. Like, we do I remember, stuff outside of work. Like honestly, literally, who has yeah, the time for it? Literally.
0: Like sometimes I sit on my phone and like send a snap and then like sit there and wait for that person to open it and then they open it and not reply. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, and just yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like just hanging on every little thing that they fed you. Yep. And it's just like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why? That like, was
1: what I like, I don't I had need become, their validation. Like, yeah. My whole day was based around this person. Like, Yes. When are they going to reply? What are they going to reply to? What are they doing? All day. Why aren't they replying? All of my thoughts were based around this person. I can see you're active. Why the fuck are you not opening my message? (laughs) Yeah. And like, it just stressed me out all day. And now I realize, like, I'm in a healthy relationship now. And now I realize whatever's going on, good or bad, you should be able to kind of park it for a while to get through the things you need to do through the day. And then have a good old conversation about it at the end of the day. Like, that person and their feelings should not rule your day absolutely not yeah but i let it
0: yeah literally. like if that person's in a bad mood or they're not replying to you or you've started off on a bad note or something like that just ruins your whole day and it just it sets out how like what your attitude is going to be like for that day which is fucked because like as i said you're your own person and you decide Mm -hmm. you know how you want to feel and shit
1: but it all it just comes down to protecting yourself and yeah like florence given says our favorite author at the moment yes it's just about protecting your energy
0: yes protect your energy i've literally got the page open right now i was just looking at that (laughs) yes queen protect your fucking energy oh my god just to sign off on this i'm gonna give you a fucking story i don't know if i've actually told you this so with that ex that i was talking about two things once Mm -hmm. i went on a family holiday to cairns and he said he didn't want to talk to me because you were with your family because he didn't want to talk to me he wanted space. So we. Oh, space. (laughs) Yeah. God, I haven't heard that word in a while. (laughs) Yeah. And this is the thing that I don't get now. I look back and I'm like, hang on, that was my boyfriend. Why was I treating it like it was a guy that I had only just started dating? Mm -hmm. Like our whole relationship, it was like, I remember once I was like looking at holiday destinations and he's like, why are you doing that? And I was like, oh, like I thought it would be nice if we could like maybe plan like a trip together. Like, wouldn't that be fun? This is my boyfriend, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like my boyfriend, like official boyfriend, girlfriend dating, like spent most nights at this house. Oh, that's a bit much, isn't it? I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, that probably is a bit much. What the fuck? It's not a bit much. Like you're my fucking boyfriend. Like that's yeah. fucking normal. Like yeah. what the fuck? Oh. And like, yeah, went to Cairns. We didn't talk for like days. It ruined my whole trip, right? Because my whole trip, I was just like waiting to hear from him. Mm-hmm. And then I did reach out and he'd be like, I don't want to talk to you. And I was just in the most foul mood. Mm-hmm. It was honestly the worst. And then eventually I did talk to him and he's like, It's actually been really good not talking to you. And I said, Okay, takes- well if that's how it is, then that's we have an issue. Yeah. Right? Because like It was good not talking to me. Yeah, like normally it's a positive affirmation thing when you talk to your partner. And like, do you not want to know how my trip's going? Mm. And then I think the icing on the cake was I went to Melbourne for my 21st with my best friend at the time Mm -hmm. and my mum and my auntie. And he wasn't invited because it was a girl's trip. But Mm -hmm. also, you know, we were playing games. So whatever. So I went over to Melbourne on my 21st. And just before I left, like day before, he was like, I might go to Melbourne. I was like, What? Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, I might go to Melbourne. I was like, oh, when? He goes, oh, like, yeah, a couple of days. And I was like, oh, so like, oh, no way. Like, I'm so excited, right? I was like, yeah. you're going to be there when I'm there. You're going to be there for my 21st. Like, we can all go out together. Won't that be, like, so much fun? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm going to this music event with, like, all these friends, mixed friends, boys and girls, which is, you know, fine, whatever. Whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, if you do have time, like, oh you know
1: <laughs> yeah right i know i've said something <laughs> almost exactly the oh. same
0: if you do have time i you know it would be really nice to spend time and he's like oh yeah sure babe like yeah yeah, yeah. whatever anyway this cunt flies to melbourne right and i'm trying to organize a catch-up i was like hey like you know it's my birthday like let's go for a drink and you're almost like begging oh yeah almost, beg- he, my yep. almost begging my boyfriend yeah almost begging my boyfriend to meet me on my 21st yeah. birthday <sighs> In a place that I was already in that he then decided that he wanted to go to too because there was some music thing on with his friends. Yeah. Like, it was almost like he did it to fucking ruin my trip, mm-hmm. like, subconsciously. Yeah. Anyway, and he was just like, no, I'm too busy, babe. I'm too busy. So, I was too busy to meet up with me on my birthday, right? And then it got to my birthday night and I wanted to go clubbing. And he was like, nah, come to the casino. I fucking hate the casino. But, of course, my boyfriend asked me to go there. So, I was like, yeah, all right, we're going there. We went there. He barely paid me attention all night he barely treated me like his girlfriend i don't think he even got me a fucking birthday gift and then we went back to like his hotel with his friends and he was like staying in this hotel room with boys and girls Oof. but like i don't like that did... well like not in the case that he hadn't even made time for me
1: yeah he has time for all
0: his yeah. friends and yeah yeah and then like i was like oh, will sleep over oh nah what the fuck? Oh my god. What the fuck? Like, I have so many stories, but like, that's just. I mean, I fucking have, The stop more you there. talk
1: about it, the more other situations come to mind. It's I know. So like, right? it could go on.
0: It could go on forever. But... I would
1: actually love, like, I wish we had like, a psychologist or, like, (laughs) a professional here who could actually break down Yeah. what what was going on in our minds. Literally. Yeah, just... I can't reason it.
0: Oh, I know. I look back now and I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm quite a, like, loud, obnoxious person at times, and I can't believe I just turned into this little mouse like, oh, yes, sir, no, sir. What the fuck? If someone did that to me now, I'd be like, fuck off, cunt.
1: Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like, I'm learning to stand up for myself now and, like, not to back down or be a pushover or whatever. Hundred percent. I would never let myself be in that situation now. No, so when never. When I look
0: back, I'm just like, how did it happen? Literally. How did it happen for so long? Literally. We're just like, we're almost like when somebody treats you worse, you need their validation more. And like validation from anyone else isn't going to fill that hole. Yeah. You need it from them. Yeah. Mind blowing. So before we move
1: on, what advice would you give to someone or even young Shari who is <laughs> oh. going through this?
0: <sighs> That's a tough one because I could sit here and rattle off a few things, but... It's very hard when you're in that position, when you're with someone and you love them and you want to see the best in them. And even if you do all the research or you have everyone telling you, it is very hard when you feel like your worth relies on that person to then have the strength to pull away from them.
1: And it is scary. It is, yeah. I think I was scared of being single or I was just scared of not being in a relationship.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think that I would say... First of all, open up and talk to your family and friends about it because it's very good to get an outside perspective on things because sometimes your judgment can be clouded by that person. And another thing is just know your worth, like set like a list, even if it's a mental list of what you want in a person and what you deserve. And then you just need to like set boundaries, So you set boundaries and you set kind of what level of behavior is acceptable to you Mm -hmm. and what is not. And you just draw the line very early and you make it clear. Mm -hmm. And if that person doesn't want to meet you there, then see ya. Like just cut them off. Try to have an open conversation with them maybe. If it doesn't go anywhere or they revert back to old behavior, cut them off because they're not going to change. No. Okay. And, you know, especially if you're in your very early 20s or late teens, You will find someone else. I know it feels like the end of the world right now. We've all been there, you know, maybe haven't left bed for a week or a month or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you will learn from it. You will find someone else and you will move on with your life.
1: As shit as it was, both of our situations, I think we can both say we're glad that we went through it because look how much we've learned from those situations
0: Exactly. We couldn't be on here spreading our wisdom. I know.
1: So much. <laughs> so I I feel like we wouldn't be the people that we are now if we hadn't gone through that. Yeah. 100%. And I like who we are. Yeah. I, I like th- you. I like me.
0: Oh, I like you too, boo. As yeah. long
1: as it went for and how shit it was.
0: Yeah. I think if we were so much. both still in those relationships, would be a shell of ourselves. Yes. Like, what did you say to me before?
1: Um, I think you were living like... Suppressed. A suppressed version suppressed of yourself. Version. yeah. And I think since becoming single now, I'm so proud of you. Aww, I feel like too. you're just living, for lack of a better word, your true self. Like, yeah. you're putting yourself out there, you're meeting new people, you're trying all these new things, like new hobbies, new pursuits, and I can see it. Like, I can see you're, like, happy, and I can see you, like, I'm gonna glowing, cry. <laughs> and I can see that you're proud of yourself, which, Aww. you know, is huge, so... Yeah. Give yourself credit because you are worth it. Like, if this person is not giving you the attention and is not reciprocating your energy, like, you are worth better and you deserve better. Oh, so just true. give yourself credit. Feeling
0: like going to cry. <laughs> I love you. All right, guys, we're going to move on now. So we're almost at the end there. Thanks for sticking with us if you're still around. Uh, but basically, I want to talk to if you're in a relationship and you think you're being gaslit, mm. how do you know? So some of the signals that you may be dating a gaslighter is that you have become codependent on that person and you feel the need to be validated from them. You also may lose your sense of self-worth and have heightened anxiety, or if you didn't have anxiety before, you might've developed some anxiety. You are constantly apologizing, even if you don't know why, or you don't think that it was your fault, you still feel the need to say sorry. (laughs) Fucking oath. And also you're made to feel like you're the problem. Yep. So even if you've raised something with them and you're just trying to communicate with them or be open or honest, and then they flip it around on you to make you feel like, it's like victim blaming, basically mm-hmm. victim blaming, right? And then you go, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, no, fuck that shit. Uh, you feel isolated. So you feel isolated from your family or friends, and you feel as though you're not being a true authentic self. Sometimes people who are close to you who feel comfortable might raise it and be like, hey, look, you don't seem yourself. That's a sign. Also, if you feel like you are trying to mold into what they want from you or from a partner rather than just being like, hey, this is me, take it or leave it. Another big one is if you don't talk to your loved ones about it. So as Rachel said before, she spoke to a third party about it, but she didn't speak to the people closest to her. And another big one is you break up on off often. <laughs> so would you say they're all pretty accurate?
1: Oh God. Yeah. I feel like you just summed me up pretty well.
0: (laughs) Not you. Your situation doesn't define you. You're right. You're so right. (laughs) All right. So moving on from that, we're just going to give some early warning signs because these are probably going to be the most helpful to try and figure out if you are heading that way in a toxic relationship. So first of all, oh, relatable. We know what's coming. They call all of their exes psycho and say that, you're different babe all of the other girls they were psycho but you're different chloe you're different
1: (laughs) talk to a new guy and you're like hey like have you dated anyone recently like blah blah and they're like oh yeah but like she was a psycho so whatever
0: oh Oh, i I hate it it's like so dismissive of their feelings and like look on the rare occasion they may just be super unlucky in love and maybe Mm -hmm. they did date some psychos i'm not saying that that's not the case yeah But if they're saying, like, say they've had a few partners and saying, oh, they were all psychos, then, like, "Mm, were they? Or did your actions and the way that you treated them turn them into a psycho? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts.
1: We need a red flag sound effect.
0: Red flag. (whistles) No, it's like an ambulance. What's it? (whistles) I don't know. Sorry, guys. I don't have any uh, sound effects for a red flag. You just have to deal with my (laughs) my shitty whistling. All right, so the next one is that they love-bomb you at the beginning of the relationship. So for people that don't know what love-bombing is, I just told this to Rach tonight. You did? You taught me? So we're all learning here. So love-bombing is when they shower you with excessive affection and attention in order to gain control and basically influence your behavior and their behavior. So obviously when somebody starts dating Mm. a person who ends up being toxic or a gaslighter or a narcissist – it's not like they presented that version of themselves at the very beginning, and that person went, Oh my God, you're a narcissist? Great, love that. Let's date. Mm, like, that's obviously. What I
1: want. That's
0: yeah. what I put on my Tinder bio. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> only narcissists, please. For oh <sighs> So, like, obviously, no. Like, obviously, no one fucking enters into a relationship thinking, Yeah, this person's fucking toxic as fuck. Let's go. So, generally, what happens with the love bombing is that that person presents the best version of themselves. So they'll start out being very charming and affectionate and maybe showering you in compliments and gifts. And it's only because they're trying to build that foundation with you and get you where they want you, where they can then start breaking down your confidence. And then what happens is you end up relying on them for validation. Another early warning sign or early mid warning sign is that they blatantly and consistently lie or deny that they ever did or said something, even if you have proof. They go, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, that person's lying." Another one off the back of that is that they similar. They make you question yourself, so they make you question your actions, your memories, what you said, so on and so forth. So then you start feeling like, "Hang on, am I, am I going crazy? Or mm-hmm. like, did I, did oh, I get did it wrong?" Did it actually happen? Yeah, did it or happen?
1: Was he saying that to someone else, or
0: yeah? Did I mishear that? Was he like flirting with that girl? Like just because he grabbed her ass doesn't mean he was flirting with yeah, her. Maybe it's just been, yeah maybe we just being no. friendly no red flag <laughs> and then another one is their actions don't match their words mm-hmm. so yes again with the love bombing and all of that they may be sharing you in compliments but then they might treat you like shit mm. so or they'll be like i've changed i'll change i won't do that next time and then revert back to the mm-hmm. same behavior so read their actions more than what they say Alright, guys, so we are finally at the end of the episode. And just to sign off, I want to talk about where to go from here. If you are in a relationship with a gaslighter, some of you aren't going to like my answer, but, hey, the truth hurts. Leave them. Bye. Leave them. Bye, bitch. And that's easier said than done. It is. Which we both know from
1: experience. Yes, of course.
0: But I can say it now. You can. (laughs) So, basically, the reason why I say that, like, yes, you can try and have a conversation with them. But the problem with a gaslighter or a narcissist is that they lack Mm self-awareness. So even if you have that conversation with them, they're either A, going to deny it, or they'll turn around and be like, oh, I can change or whatever. And then they're not going to change they're going to revert back to their old behavior right because they're now in this pattern and you've allowed them to do it for so long mm-hmm. that it's hard to break yeah. patterns of behavior without professional help. I got to a help. point
1: in my relationship where every other day I was actually asking I was like do you love me at the end of the day and then he would say like of course like or well, what do you mean like why are you asking this stupid question and that's right it's because he was unaware of just the whole situation how yeah. his Actions were
0: affecting me. Hundred percent. So exactly off the back of that. So sometimes people who are gaslighting often narcissists are super aware that they're doing it. Right. They're purposely wanting to get you into that spot so that they control you and have like ownership over you. But then there is the cases like in your cases Mm. where they may not realize they're doing it. Like yes, they may be like, okay, I've just lied to this person, but they're not being like, hey, I'm trying to manipulate this person. Or maybe they just subconsciously enjoy having that control over you or having that power, but they're not intentionally setting out to do Mm -hmm. it. Maybe it's just the way they were raised or, you know, some other experience of defect. But Which I think makes it just that
1: much harder for them to change because... Exactly.
0: In order to change something, like an addiction, you first of all need to come to terms with it. Yeah. And unfortunately that's, again, easier said than done. So, yeah, basically if you feel like what we've said here has resonated with you then the best advice i can give you is to just leave it and you know rach her ex broke up and basically he came back and begged to get back with her and it was very full-on but thank god she moved on and she has a beautiful Mm -hmm. loving boyfriend now and you know he's moved on so it's all kind of worked out so we're both doing better exactly exactly but he only realized once it actually broke off and he saw you moving on and he was like oh fuck which isn't good enough people like it's not good enough mm-hmm. and that just goes to show like was in for four years and it took that to happen mm-hmm. to have some sort of self-awareness so if you're in that situation just get out move on also don't be surprised if they move on quickly because mm-hmm. that is another trait of yeah. someone who's a narcissist or a gaslighter they'll just move on to the next victim so don't be alarmed. All right, guys. So that is all. I may be splitting this into two episodes because it was a bit of a long one. Ooh, but We can chat. <laughs> ooh, we can fucking chat. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was episode number four. I hope that you found it enlightening. And obviously a massive thank you to Rach for coming on and joining me today. It's been very nice having somebody to uh, bounce off, I must say. Yeah, bring some fun to the chat. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been
1: fun. It has it been has. very therapeutic. Yeah, And I just like if you're listening and you're going through a shit situation i know it sucks but please i just want you to know that you are so loved even if it feels like you're not people around you love you family yeah love doesn't come from one person so please remember that be aware of it because people want to love you
0: yeah and real love doesn't require hurt and sacrifice like that you know, that person should accept you for exactly who you fucking are.
1: Slide into our DMs. Yeah. We'll yeah. So
0: follow Rachel on Instagram at Rachel Murphy or me at license To adult And of course, please DM me if there's any topics that you guys want me to speak about in the future. Tell me if you enjoyed this chat, if you want me to get Rachel on again. Um, I have lots to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk as you can tell. So also, please do not forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you could please leave me a five stars only review on yeah, apple podcasts on that note i think let's just have a fabulous fucking weekend as always and i'll be back in your ears next friday at 6 a.m so yeah thanks guys thanks rach bye bye, bye.